Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this mini Charlton Live podcast. My name is Louis Mendes. On the show, we'll be looking back at the 1 0 defeat at Rochdale on Saturday. We're going to hear from the manager, Lee Bowyer, and from midfielder come defender, Darren Prattley. We'll also discuss Charlton Athletic women's 8 0 victory over the Millwall Lionesses, hearing from summer signing Lily Ag. Once again, we have to apologise for a lack of a full Charlton Live show this weekend. We're still staying away from the studio as a precautionary measure after the carbon monoxide levels in there were slightly higher uh, than usual during the week. Uh, we're expecting to be back as per normal on Thursday with the big match preview. Travelled to Scotland on Saturday afternoon looking to stretch our unbeaten run to three. But sadly, it wasn't a good day at the office. Let's hear how it went down over on Valley Pass. Your commentators are Greg Stubley and first, Terry Smith. Drop in midfield. Ward trying to get there but doesn't manage it. It just comes out here to Rafferty. Thinks about a shot, takes it. Down to uh, the left side of Jed Steer who grabs it. At the second attempt it's almost. Course, but the ball comes back inside to Dooley. Dooley looking to take on Solly. Solly. So it's showing him inside. Ball still comes across though, and it's into that man, Henderson, that uh, Greg has just alluded to, and he buries it in the bottom left hand corner and Charter a goal down. There's such slap defending from the Addicts. Really, really poor defending from Charlton. They've, they've not got off to a good start at all. They've hardly had any possession. And it all started with the run from Rafferty, the right back who got a run on Grant, and in fairness to Grant, he, he managed to get back and, and track him down, but Rafferty was still able to get the ball to Camps, I think it was, oh no, actually it was Dooley, Dooley number yep. seven, who managed to just get a yard on, on Solly, and, and Billick, I think, were next to him. A little chip ball in the box, no one tracked the run of Henderson, who's got a free finish, it's an easy finish, and it's a free well, gets a bite in the tackle, and so does Grant, and it's found Ward, Ward across to Taylor on the right-hand side. Taylor looking to take on his man, Ward on the overlap, Taylor with the shot, oh, off the ball. crossbar and over. Oh, that's inches away from Charlton. Let it back and it's a ball through to Camps. He's going to thought about a shot, gets it back across to Eamon on the edge of the penalty area. Eamon takes a shot, takes a sidestep and he's oh just Lord. wide right of the post. Yeah, Charlton have this free kick, is Cullen going to take it? Swings it in towards the uh, edge of the penalty area. Keeper comes out, drops it. Prattley with a header, he's taken out. Is it a penalty? Yes, it is. Yeah, good decision, referee. Keeper launched himself at the ball and in the process of getting the ball, just took out Darren Prattley, who was brave in the header. And Charlton have a penalty. It's horrendous goalkeeping and a lifeline for the Addicts. It was a ball in, it's a good chip ball in from Cullen. The keeper is near enough to the edge of the penalty area, coming towards the edge of the penalty area. The keeper's come out, he's got to claim it or he's got to punch it away. He drops it down and as you say, it's really brave play from 
Prattley who wins the ball first, gets to the ball first, hits it past the goalkeeper, and the goalkeeper's basically just wiped out Prattley. It's a clear penalty, it's a good decision for referee. I don't think he was going to give it. I thought he might have said it was a 50 50 and the yep, keeper's yep. unlucky. The keeper's definitely wiped out. He's you very rarely challenge. see them given when, the, yeah, when the keeper does something like that. It's no complaints from the home end here, and Lyle Taylor has a chance to complaints from the, the players, but nothing, nothing from the fans. I think they all saw it in the same way. Brave from Prattley, put his the, head down. I know the goalkeeper's had a little bit of struggle for Rochdale in that regard in terms of his handling from crosses. Looks like it's going to be Lyle Taylor. So 19 minutes, Taylor will have this penalty for Charlton. Referee blows, Lyle Taylor steps forward. Slams it to his left and it's a save from the keeper. Down to his right-hand side, it was a good enough penalty, it was strong and hard, but pushed, turned away. Charlton still trying to make amends in the penalty area. Rebo with a shot and it's taken a deflection away for a corner. And Brendan Moore, you've got to give him credit for the save, down to his right, strong arm. Gets it back. Ward slips the ball well, inside, that's a penalty, surely. It comes to Taylor Ryan, right the six-yard box. Ball out, tell you what, that that's, should have been a penalty. That's a penalty all day long. Bradley again, he almost went in another penalty for Charlton who got the ball to his feet, back to goal, and it was a, we saw it perfectly, knee into the back of his yeah. legs, and I don't think the referee spotted it, it's Cullen's corner. It's a free kick anywhere else on the pitch. It's the half-time whistle. Absolutely anywhere. Central inside Rochdale's half, which Cullen takes, swings it into the far post, decent looking ball, oh, Pierce heads it, and heads it wide, and that's a oh, chance. Man. Rebo uses his body, gets the ball back. Approaching the penalty area, Rebo in the penalty area, still with it, Rebo comes out to Cullen, Cullen gets out of his foot, shoots, it's great, oh, great save from Moore, Grant with the rebound is cleared away, and it's a hell of a save from Moore to oh. push it onto the post, it looked like it's going to be an equaliser. chance for the addicts. Somebody's got to follow this in, whatever happens, somebody's got to follow this in. It's Cullen over the wall, it's, it's a good delivery, and it's in, I think it's flicked on by Prattley. Oh, it's offside. No side flag is... It took an age, and everyone looked towards... The linesman must have been Prattley. Must outside. have been a touch from Prattley. I mean, Prattley looked straight across to the linesman, and everyone thought it was going to be one all. This, uh, we, we we can't see from where we are whether it was outside or not. But great ball in from Prattley and it looked, uh, from Cullen. Look like Prattley got the flick. And Charlton bench a little bit confused. Trying to see that again. He's uh, giving it straight to Rafferty, edge of the penalty area. Rafferty chip ball back across, in with a header. Great oh, what save. a save from Steer. Oh, he's superb save. Superb save from Jed Steer, but Rochdale still in command on this corner of the penalty area. Left hand edge, ball from Henderson into the running Hart, into the box. Hart across, fizzes across the six yard box. Nobody there to touch it in. Oh, my lord, Charlton almost guilty of. Well, Surrender in this Tariq game. Foss, his man, takes a cross into the penalty area, cleared away, only as far as Reeves. Reeves, little ball into Cullen. Cullen, ball across to Aribo. Aribo back to Reeves. Reeves goes right instantly to Dixdale. Dixdale into the run of Aribo. Got some space to shoot and it was going into the top corner. Keeper may not have got there. Instead, it was McGee who got his head over to head it over the bar. Oh, it's, it's a last ditch defending from Rochdale saves on this occasion. There's been a couple of those. Aribo, lovely touch, gets it out of his feet. It looked goal bound. To swing this in, pretty much everybody in and around the Rochdale penalty area, apart from Reeves, who's going to take it. Swings it in now towards the edge of the six yard box. So it's been a Kayleigh with the flick. Oh, just oh. wide right at the post. And it's uh, on oh, the referee's given a corner. <laughs> 
whether it took a further <laughs> flick, but not a we, we had the perfect view. Not Mr. a chance. Kayla inches away and Chong gifted a corner. Solly throws it backwards to Steer, who's going to launch this. The referee doesn't add any time for the sub, as they never do. I'd love to find out why that is. But doesn't cover up the fact that Charlton have gone down 1-0 here. A performance that's uh, really disappointing. Never really got into the game. Charlton Live. So Ian Henderson's fourth-minute strike was enough to secure victory for Rochdale over a disappointing Charlton. The Addicts did have their chances. Lyle Taylor, most notably, as he was unable to convert his second penalty in as many games. The striker also hit the bar from range in the first period. Josh Cullen had a drive tipped onto the post in the second, as well as a goal ruled out for offside. But overall... It wasn't the display that Lee Bowyer was hoping for from his side. I caught up with the Charlton boss after the game and he wasn't happy with how it went. Not good enough. First half I thought we was very poor. We didn't compete. We didn't pass the ball. Everything that we're good at we just didn't do. I don't know if we think we can just turn up and, and then you get handed three points. That ain't, that ain't football. Um... So yeah, that's it. It just wasn't good enough today. It's a bit of a strange one because despite the flat performance, you did have some chances. You had, you had the penalty that was saved. You've hit the bar. You've had a goal disallowed as well. I mean, have, have you had a view on the goal that was disallowed yet? I've not seen it yet. No, it doesn't matter. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, we missed a penalty with the bar. We, I think the keeper made a great save from Josh and, uh, and all them things, but we still didn't do the right things. So. It's all irrelevant, all the other stuff's irrelevant, it's, it's, it's what you do. And what we've just done, and the way we've just performed there, yeah, it was slightly better second half, but still still not good enough, not not, not for, for what we are and what we're about. So, um, disappointing, but we're, we'll go again and we'll, we'll keep working at it and I'm sure we'll get it right. Why do you think your team weren't quite at the levels that we know they can play? Because we saw that performance against Barnsley last week, one of the best of the season. Why haven't they been able to try and replicate that yet? I don't know. I've just, I've just questioned attitude. Because you can't do what you've done against Barnsley, probably the, the best side in the league, I'd say, that we've played. And then going get one point out of six against Oxford and Rochdale. That's, that's just wrong. So I've, I've just questioned them and questioned their attitude because for me that 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 wasn't wasn't good enough. And um, no matter where you go, you have to to fight and compete as a minimum. And first half, we first certainly first half we didn't do that. You're able to call upon Christian Billick again today, but you decided to keep uh, Darren Prattley at centre half and to play Billick in the midfield. What was your thinking behind that? Oh, Prattley, I thought was outstanding on Tuesday, and I think he was again today. Um, Christian is is normally good in that that sitting and sitting at the bottom of the diamond, but today he took too many touches and kept getting caught in possession, and, and he needs to learn that you. You have to move the ball quick, and that's the way we play. But obviously, um, it was disappointing. Not just him, everybody. First half, I thought everybody was poor first half. So, but um, yeah, but I kept Prattley at the back because I thought he's done well, and, he, and again, he done well again.
And you switched it up at half time and you saw a bit of a reaction from your side in the second half. Yeah, a bit of a reaction, but not enough. We've not scored a goal. Um, yeah, we created chances, but it just wasn't good enough. From the first minute, it wasn't good enough. The goal was was, was a poor goal for us to concede. So, um, it's like we get more 1-0 start and we just we couldn't take our chances to... to to get back on top and if we'd have scored one then I think we'd have probably gone on and win the game but unfortunately we didn't For the defeat at Scotland has seen Charlton drop out of the top half of League One the Addicts have now only won once in their last six games they sit five points outside the top six and a massive 11 off the top two although they do have a game in hand on most of the teams above them Charlton Live Experienced midfielder Darren Prattley has found a new lease of life recently the 33 year old has filled in at centre half in the last two league games as the Addicts continue to be blighted by injury to Patrick Bauer the former Bolton Wanderers man looks solid at centre-back against both Oxford and Rochdale in recent days but is disappointed that the Addicts have only managed to take one point from those two games. I thought it was uh, yeah, very disappointing to be fair. Um, we expected to come here and win the game. Um, we prepared for it all week. We knew what they were going to throw at us. Obviously the early goal gave us a little setback, but then we had uh, more chances. Um, we had the penalty obviously um, and we had chances I think in the first half to get even and then in the second half yeah, I think we even had more, so uh, um, yeah, bitterly disappointed, um, especially after the win we had uh, the following Saturday against Barnsley, um, and we took a point at home, and uh, obviously disappointed to come here and get nothing from the game. Yeah, especially as it sort of detaches us now from that sort of top half of the table, yeah. um, although I mean, we're still not miles away, yeah. but uh, adds to the frustration, I guess. Yeah, well, it's still early doors, no one wins the league, uh, it was, it, it's not even November yet, so no one wins the league now, but obviously you want to be in and around it. Um, I think us as a whole, we need to uh, concentrate game by game, uh, stop looking too far ahead uh, um, about top two and all that. We need to uh, take game by game, focus on that, make our main uh, focus on that rather than uh, looking too far ahead. Um, and that's what maybe uh, we're looking, oh yeah, we're top two, top two. We have to concentrate on this one, get the three points for this and, and, then, and then move on. Uh, they got the goal in the fourth minute. Um, mm. Is it fair to say we started a bit too slowly um, today? Yeah, we started slow. Um, it was a poor goal from our point of view. Um, we knew it was going to come at us. Uh, they're at home. Um, they're a team that plays off the cuff, uh, throws a lot of people into the box and gets crosses. So we knew that. It was not, it was not wasn't a surprise. Uh, Gaffer said that to us before we went out. We know what to expect. Um, so we was obviously disappointed to be down after four minutes, like you said. But um, we got the penalty quite quick, quite early. And, uh, and if that goes in, maybe it's a different game. Uh, yeah, we had the penalty. The keeper made a good save. We made another uh, blind save on Josh Cullen. And then uh, we had the goal chalked off, which yeah. uh, so I'm guessing was... Did, did you get the touch? I didn't touch it, no. Yeah. No, he said uh, I was offside or, or uh, I was in the the eye line of the goalkeeper but I didn't get a touch uh, so he was disappointed from that point of view then. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously disappointing uh, um, like you said we had a ball in the back of the net disallowed penalty uh, good save uh, one from Joe Rebo I can remember we had a few in the first half where Waldy got through um, but yeah all in all disappointing but um, we have to regroup and go again uh, we've got a tough game home against Doncaster and uh well, we, have to, we have to focus on that and uh, put things right. And just finally, mood in the dressing room must be down after after a game like today. So uh, determined or uh, to yeah, put down. it right, Saturday? But when when you come off a, an upset or anything like that, you have to go and put it right, and that's uh, that'll be our focus all week. Um, the games come uh, thick and fast in this league, and obviously, we'd be, we'd, ideally, we'd like a game Tuesday now after coming off a defeat. But um, you have to stay positive. Um, still early doors. 
um, maybe just over a quarter of the season uh, gone through and hopefully we can put it right next week. Darren, just again, finally, sorry, uh, the, um, the penalty yep. was, uh, was the keeper challenge on yourself, yep. which uh, I think everybody yeah. saw was a clear penalty. Yep. Could have had one just for half time, potentially. I thought it was a penalty as well, to be honest. Um, I've got my body uh, there and he had to run through me to get the ball. Um, as I was walking off at half time, I asked the referee, did their player win the ball? And he told me that he won the ball. Um, uh, <laughs> I, well, I, I know for a fact he didn't win the ball, but uh, I have to see it back. Um, he told me he won the ball. I don't think he did. Aaron Prattley then. We'll hear some more from him on this Thursday's big match preview. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Charlton Live. So a disappointing weekend for the men's side, but Charlton Athletic women continued their fine start to life in the FA Women's Championship. The Addicts ran out emphatic 8-0 winners over Millwall Lionesses over at Dartford on Sunday afternoon. Liz Ijuppi, who we heard from on last week's Charlton Live, bagged four goals, including a first-half hat-trick. She was joined on the score sheet by Lily Ag, Charlotte Gurr, April Bowers and Kit Graham. The result leaves the Addicts sitting in third place in the Championship, five points behind league leaders Spurs, but level one points with second place Man United, the only side who have tasted victory against Ratish Misra's side this campaign. After the game, I caught up with one of the goal scorers, Lily Ag, the former Millwall player, signed for the Addicts from German side Frankfurt in the summer, and she was delighted with the performance against one of her former sides. Yeah, yeah it was a good win. Um, you know, to be fair, we kind of are disappointed. I think we could have had a lot more we could have been a lot more clinical um, we've said it a few times this season um, when we're going forward we need to be a bit more clinical and finish off the chances we create but um, yeah eight's not too bad so yeah you got one yourself but obviously Liz Ajupi who, uh, who I spoke to last week uh, she she got four today she was saying last week she was hoping to start to convert a few chances so obviously that's a great performance from her today yeah like I said between Kit me and you know Liz playing in a more attacking role I think it was you know, very creative today between all three of us. With our, one was scoring, one was creating, one was making the movement. Um, I think we worked rather well together, and I think it showed with kind of the chances we were creating and the finishes that we got. So, um, yeah, it was a good game for all three of us, really. Yeah, and you got the the second goal of the game. We talk us through your goal. Uh, I don't really. I think it was a throw, and I think I just in the attacking foot, I just wanted to kind of get half a yard and I'd done a little one-two and it was on my left foot at a bit of a tight angle, really. Just kind of drilled it across and luckily it hit the back of the net. Yeah. Uh, obviously, <laughs> a nice position to be in 5 nil up at half-time. What, what does Ratish say to you in that? Is he it, is it just after more of the same? Uh, yeah, like I said, we had, had a game plan, a kind of way of how we were going to play today and I think, you know, we, I think when you go 5-0 five, five up at half-time, you get a bit maybe complacent and we kind of were not then sticking to a game plan, kind of playing our own game and I think at half-time he said, you know, stop 
doing what you want to do. I know there's space to do that, but you've got to stick to the game plan. This is kind of where we get better. So we had to stick to what we were doing and kind of stick to our positions, our roles, um, and focus on can we, how can we kind of, you know, get those patterns to play out and keep them going. So that was good. Um, so, we, yeah, that's what we were told at half-time. Yeah. Shot James, James Mars just had a go at us all, as always. But um, <laughs> other than that, it was good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and obviously for, for Charlton fans, it's always nice to see uh, any form of Charlton side get one over on Millwall. Um, for yourself, obviously, it's one of your former clubs as well, so does that make it extra special for you? Yeah, like you say, it's always nice when you play an old team. You always want to be on the on the winning team when you've uh, joined. So, so um, yeah, no, it was good. It was a nice feeling to win any game, really. But, yeah, nice when it's against them. Yeah, so overall, I mean, the, the season couldn't really have gone much better so far for Charlton after the, the step up from, from a, a division from last season. Gosh. Only the one defeat so far, and that, of course, was against Man United. Um, I guess you all must be really pleased with how it's gone so far. Yeah, like I said, we've had a solid start. I feel like we're getting better week in, week out. You know, we're training and kind of we're learning as we go. Um, you know, United was a tough test and we had a game plan, didn't quite come out. But we're confident, like I say, as the season progresses, we're getting better as players individually and as a team, we're, we're gelling more and, you know, we, we're confident. We, we know what we can do and what we you know, provide as a team. So we're looking forward to the rest of the season, yeah. yeah. And from a personal point of view, you signed from Frankfurt during the summer. So first of all, I mean, a year out in Germany, that must have been quite an experience. Yeah, it was very interesting. Like I say, it's a really strong league out there. It's full-time. It's professional. Um, I think it helped me massively as a player. Um, but for me, like I said, the challenge was more off the pitch. So I kind of had to weigh up the life football balance but you know it's a great year for me as a you know to learn a whole new kind of style of play also you know tactical and physical and a whole mix of things so for me personally it was a good year to kind of progress and now I'm back and yeah I'm, I'm getting there I feel good and ready to go really yeah and what was it that made you decide to join Charlton when you came back to the country what was it about the addicts that stood out for you um, I want, you know, one of my main things was to enjoy my football again and be happy and, you know, that comes a lot from kind of the manager and the players and the setup. and I know James Mars already from Brighton and I know what he's about, I know he, he'll progress me as a player um, and then I met the girls and they were so welcoming and, you know, I got on really well and I knew the standard as well with players such as Kit here and, yeah, it's been, it's been really good. So straight away, I just kind of was sold on it and, yeah, haven't looked back since. Mm. And what do you think that the team can achieve so uh, this, this season after such a good start? Um, yeah, we can achieve what we want to achieve, I think. So we're, we're going into every game positive. We're going to take week by week, but we're, you know, we're looking... We don't look at it as a must, you know, step up from the league and we just want to, you know, get by. We want to compete. We're up there, you know, we're going to hopefully stay up there. So, yeah, here to compete and see what we can do. Lily Ag speaking after Sunday's 8-0 victory over Millwall. Tron Athletic women are back in action next Sunday, the 4th of November, at home to London Bees. The game will take place at the Oakwood in Crayford with a 2pm kickoff. Charlton Live. Right, that's it for this mini Charlton Live. Thanks for listening. I've been Louis Mendes. Charlton Live will be back on Thursday evening with the big match preview as we look ahead to next week's home game with Doncaster.
hands up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.